Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar. And we have with us today Yuval Bugar. He is the Chief Marketing Officer at YCharge. Welcome, Yuval. Thanks, Juliet. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited about this product here at YCharge. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about it? Sure thing. So YCharge provides wireless power from a distance. And what this means is that we can um, sort of beam power from afar enough to charge a phone from across the room. So the problem that we're solving is that people don't want power cords and they don't want to change batteries. So if you have a phone, you know, you spend all this time, oh, where's, where's the charging cord and did I forget it and is my battery going to run out? Or you place it on a charging pad and while you do that, you can't really use the phone because it's not charging. Well, Y-Charge has a system in which the phone can charge while you're using it, just while you're doing everyday tasks. So you could come home, place the phone on a kitchen counter, and it will just charge. You could place it on a coffee table, and it will just charge. So you get to a point where you just don't have to think about charging. It just happens in the background. And, of course, that technology that we have, this unique technology, is not only applicable to phones, but pretty much to any device that needs a battery or a power cord, uh, assuming we can deliver enough power to it. That's fantastic. I literally, uh, just yesterday, I don't know if this will work in my car, but I had grabbed my charger on the way out. I ran up to my car, in my car, I'm navigating, my phone's on low battery. And I was like, oh, no problem. And I had my cable, and it was a C-to-C cable instead of a, my C-to-USB cable. So it didn't fit my car charger. And I was like, ah, you know, it's the worst when you grab the wrong cord, and it's something that you're constantly thinking about that you have to do. Absolutely. Or you're in a coffee shop. You're in a coffee shop and you do your phone and all of a sudden your phone's low and then you're sitting there awkwardly trying to find an outlet where you can charge your phone <laughs> in a public area. I mean, battery anxiety is sort of um, a modern anxiety these days. There was a survey done, I think, by LG a couple of years ago, and I think they said something like 20% of men missed their date because they ran out of battery and <laughs> couldn't find the person that they were supposed to meet. Um, oh, no. And, of course, many other... So imagine if you didn't have to do that. You just had battery just ready to go wherever you are, whenever you are. Yeah, that's awful because now these poor people, you know, if you're trying to meet for a business meeting or a date, you look very unprepared and potentially not interested, even if you are, because simply because of this battery, this battery um, shortage. So can you walk us through a little bit how it works? You know, what what would I do if I had it for my phone and how would I set it up? Sure. So um, not to dive too deep into the physics, but there are a couple ways to send energy through the air. Uh, some people try to do it through radio frequency waves. Others try to do it through ultrasound. We do it through infrared light. Um, infrared light mm. is sort of a natural light. It's not visible. I think 50% of the sun's energy is infrared. Um, and so what you would do to set it up is you have a power transmitter. That transmitter could be installed, say, in the ceiling of a room, uh, maybe integrated into a light fixture, maybe just you know hanging off the ceiling of, of a living room or a coffee shop and so on. And then the device that needs to be charged 
would have a small receiver, small power receiver. That receiver could be external, like a little USB stick that just plugs into the device. But ultimately, we think it would be embedded into the devices. So you just get a device and it would be there. And so the uh, transmitter scans the room once in a while, finds receivers that need energy, and then sends a very narrow, very focused infrared beam to the receiver. And that is converted from infrared light to electricity, a little bit like a photovoltaic cell, a little bit like a solar cell. And that electricity is then used to charge or power the device. Wow, that's that's really neat. Um, as far as the infrared light goes, are there any concerns about radiation or you know health things with the infrared light? I know it's from the sun, but is there any kind of negative from having this constantly searching and beaming within your vicinity? Uh, there is none. Uh, the product has been approved uh, for consumer use uh, by the U.S. government. In this case, it's the FDA. The FDA is the um, agency in charge of regulating products that use light. And also in many, many other countries uh, around the world by their respective standards organizations. And the government has determined that it's essentially as safe as your laser mouse. So if you have a laser mouse <laughs> on the table, it's as safe as, as the white charge uh, charging system. Fantastic. So when when you're in a room that has a, a wide charge system set up and you have a device where you can plug it in or it's native on the phone or the tablet or the computer, um, is there a certain percentage of battery that has to go below for it to charge and then does it automatically turn off once the device is fully charged? So that is going to end up being up to the uh, companies that integrate our charger into their devices. So you could do it in many different ways. You could say, oh, this device has battery full, so I'm just not going to charge anymore. Or you could say the transmitter looks around the room and says, okay, I see several different devices. I see a TV remote control that maybe has 70% battery. I'm not going to worry about that because now I see Juliet's phone that only has 18%. Let's focus on Juliet's phone. The remote control is probably going to be here later, and it's less important than the phone. So uh, through software, the transmitter can basically decide uh, what to charge first, uh, which device to focus on, when to stop, when to start, and so on. That's fantastic. It'd be great if it was if it was a smart technology that would, like you said, uh, be able to weigh the importance of which devices would need charging first and foremost. You know, like you said, the cell phone is much more important than remote control potentially losing power. Is it also um, say you have several devices in a room? Um, is it dependent on? Is it kind of like Wi-Fi, where too many people in a device means slower? Connection? So multiple devices could be charged, and you're right. I mean, the uh, transmitter has a certain amount of energy that it can send out, and if that energy is then uh, split amongst two devices, then you know they would get a little bit less energy than if they were the only device in the room. But uh, that again is something, something that is software control because you can say no. Uh, again, if I see a phone that's very low battery, I'm going to focus all the energy on this phone and ignore everything else, or you could sort of share uh, multiple devices at the same time. All right, and getting a little bit more into the physics of it again, um, so you have an infrared light, and is that getting its power from the power grid? I don't know if that's the right way to put it. <laughs> yes, so the transmitter gets its power from the power grid, so if it's a, a ceiling-mounted light, it would be just like any other light fixture. You could also mm -hmm. have it wall-mounted, so just like a... Um, I don't know, a carbon monoxide detector that you just plug into the 
the outlet on the wall, and then we just get power from there. So uh, some people have looked at our product and said, this is like a wireless power supply. So if I have a device that needs power, I can eliminate the cord and then just use the white charge system instead. And so we think that once this technology gets adopted, uh, we'll get rid of a lot of cables, which is great, both because, you know, they get lost and, and more important, they're, they're also ugly. I mean, so if you have, mm-hmm. say, a smart speaker uh, and you really want to place it in the middle of a coffee table because that's the best place to, to put the sound generation. But then you say, well, what about this ugly power cord and you know, where do I connect it? Well, if we could get rid of it, you'll have much more flexibility. Uh, if you have a surround speaker that you want to hang on the wall, same problem. If it needs power, you have to route the wire to an electrical outlet. Now, if you had white charge, then you'd almost peel and stick, right? Just so I'd say, here's the <laughs> speaker. I'm just going to put it on the wall, and it's all going to be good. Um, another application that we see, which sort of is enabled with a white charge system, is smart door locks. We are starting to see all these door locks that have face recognition or fingerprint ID or maybe store data to the cloud so you know who you know who is visiting your door and who's outside. Well these devices are limited by battery. They they can only do so much before you have to change the battery and the manufacturers take a lot of care to make sure that you don't have to ch- change the battery every two days. But now if it was getting constant supply of energy, uh, they could become more popular, they could do more, uh, they could be smarter, they could be more powerful. So we see our technology both as eliminating power cords, as minimizing battery replacements, or maybe eliminating battery replacements. So all these batteries that used to go into the landfill are just not going there anymore. Uh, And also enabling new applications, because without cords, you have all this great flexibility. I mean, just remember the days that you have a corded phone and you had to stand in the kitchen next to the wall to talk on the phone, and now that's sort of unthinkable, right? Either you have a cordless or a mobile phone, and the absence of wires gave you this great freedom. Absolutely, and, you know, I cannot even count the amount of times where, uh, like, I'm an Android user, so all of my cables do not fit the iPhones, and my my friends will come over, and they say, oh, do you have a phone charger? I'm like, yeah, but it's not compatible with your phone, whereas this, they could just jump on to my transmitter and be able to charge their phones. And that's, and then the cords are constantly changing, you know, if they're going from the micro USB to the C cables. To, so think of all the waste of those excess cables that we could cut down on. And like you said, in the landfills with batteries, it's just the uh, the carbon footprint and ecological stamp here is, is quite large. And then you can't use the phone when it's charging. I mean, you could if you stand next to the wall or yeah. somehow put it on a speakerphone. But you have to sort of consciously say, oh, my phone is low on battery. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going out in a couple of hours. So I'm gonna, I have to put it on charging now because who knows, I may need this charge later. Mm-hmm. Are these devices um, relatively secure? I could just see, you know, people who try to hack your Internet might try to steal your power transmitter waves. <laughs> Uh, they are secure. I mean, the uh, current generation of our products has sort of, you can almost think about it like a light cone. So you can put it at the top of your living room and, you know, uh, many things in the living room can be covered. But if you're outside, then you're not in the light cone. So, Got it. Okay. Uh, and by the way, uh, just I, I know this almost sounds science fiction, but one of the things we did very recently is we started filming a bunch of devices 
that are charged or powered using our technology, like the speaker that I mentioned, or even we got a bunch of Lego trains that have no batteries and just run on this infrared power. And all these videos are now available on a, on a nice little site we put, which is called Will It Charge? So will-it-charge.com. If you go there, you can see all these crazy contraptions that are now powered wirelessly. Wow. That's, I mean, I'm just imagining right now my house without cords, and it's so beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be a beautiful um, kind of, thing. It would be a beautiful thing. Um, all right, so if I have – so say you have, a, you have a, like a single-family home. You know, it's got multiple rooms. Um, say it's like a 2,000-square-foot home. How many light transmitters would you need to cover that whole area? Do you have uh, like repeaters like they do with Internet? How would that work in a setup for a home? I think you'd end up putting um, multiple transmitters, maybe one in every room that um, you you care about. So maybe you'd have one in the kitchen, maybe you'd have one in the living room. Um, And as you mentioned, just like uh, wireless repeaters, if you have a large enough home, a single wireless access point is not going to cut it, so you you put multiple devices. Uh, So we we think there'll, there'll be one for each of the main rooms in the house. Uh, and by the way, houses are not just the only uh, use case because people have come to us and say, well, I have, all, I have a meeting room in the office and people come in to, for a meeting and wow, wouldn't it be great if they could just put their phones on the table and get charged while the meeting is going on? Or maybe I'm going to Starbucks and today if I needed to charge my phone, I have to find an outlet and sit next, next to the wall. But then there are all these tables in the middle of the floor that are not wired to anything. And wouldn't it be great if we could just plop our phone there or tablet or the device that needs to be charged or a fitness watch or whatever it is and just get charged while we're having coffee? Absolutely. And like you said, you wouldn't think about it. You would just see as you walk through the door that they had, um, you know, why charge transmitters in use. And you would say, great, my phone's going to be charged while I, while I do this. And you wouldn't even have to think about it. Absolutely. And, and I mean, it's almost like the progression that happened on email. You know, many years ago, you had dial-up. You had to log into your AOL account or dial into something to fetch your email or CompuServe or whatever it was at that time. And today, you don't think about it. The email just comes to your computer, comes to your phone. We think the same revolution is going to happen in charging. Instead of consciously say, oh, I need to charge right now. Where's the charger? It's just going to happen in the background, and you're going to stop thinking about uh, charging the devices, about battery life, about oh, my smoke detector is running low on battery, my smart thermostat cannot be placed here because where's the power? We think it's really going to create a revolution in the way people use devices and introduce a whole bunch of you know, freedom of motion and uh, new types of devices that can enjoy this new technology. Absolutely. And what kind of power output could, can we um, expect from, from this device? So say if my phone is, is running super low on battery, how long does it take approximately to charge it up? Sure. So from a technical perspective, we can deliver a, a few watts at, at a few meter or you know a few feet. So if you have something on the ceiling, you could cover most of the living room. So it delivers enough power to charge a phone. It's not going to power your TV on quite yet. It's not going to charge your Tesla, right? So we're talking about sort of the smaller <laughs> type of, of devices. And um, with a phone, um, you know, depending, of course, on the type of phone and so on, but if if all you needed to do is charge it, then it would take a couple hours to charge. But I think the thing is now that charging becomes transparent to you, there's no sort of this act of charging. Like 
just like there's no act of breathing. I mean, yeah, I, I breathe naturally and I don't have to think about it. So now if I can just, wherever I put my phone, it gets charged. I don't have to really worry about can I charge in 30 minutes or is it going to take two hours? So it's a little bit slower than high-speed wire charging, but it certainly provides much more convenience and benefit. I see, I see. That that makes sense. Um, where can we get those products? You know, where's the best way to to start implementing this? So what we've decided to do at White Charge is instead of trying to become a consumer brand and, you know, just sell it on Best Buy, we are working now with manufacturers who could either create new products or want to get rid of cables and batteries for their existing product. And so uh, we're negotiating with some manufacturers right now. We've started working with others. And so we expect that later this year, you're going to see the first product that have an embedded wide charge power system inside uh, to give you this freedom from cables and batteries. Fantastic. So it's right around the corner, hopefully. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Well, and uh, your website, if people want to go to your website, is wi-charge.com. Is there any social media that people can find you at, or is the website the best place? So the website is a good place. Uh, my Twitter handle is the Charge Guy, so T-H-E-C-H-A-R-G-E-G-U-Y. Uh, there's also thechargeguy.com, which is a blog. And then I mentioned earlier, Will It Charge, which is a nice little site of uh, – demo videos, including a place where people can say, oh, I'd really like to see how this or that device can be powered wirelessly, and we feel these requests, and over time, we, we fulfill them. Wonderful. Yuval, thank you so much for joining us here on Future Tech Podcast and, and giving us an insight into this exciting new technology. Thank you very much, Julia. Thanks for having me. That was Yuval Bugar. He is the Chief Marketing Officer at YCharge. You can find them www.wi-charge. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.